secondly uh, i want to uh, uh, really uh, thank uh, rahul and and the leadership team including itesh and others to invite uh, invite me again i've always had a uh, great time sharing with you i've had a great time just even being with some of you i know we have we have friends in the church even outside of the sunday context and uh, you know rahul and i were even there ministering at a youth camp in in uh, lonavla so i think there is just so much to uh thank god for for friendships fellowship and even in a time like this that this could happen i'm so grateful for this opportunity yeah so really excited to share uh, scripture with you today really excited to be with all of you today unfortunately hana may not be able to sit next to me but uh, she's uh, uh, she's going to try her best to be there you know for those of you don't already know uh, hana is pregnant and she is 8 uh, uh, months almost entering entered her 8th month now so we're really excited about that yeah uh, and today we going to uh, talk about something really interesting you know i don't know how many of you are familiar with this book in the old testament called the book of haggai but uh, it's actually been a really prophetic book to my heart personally and even to our church personally and and we really found comfort in the book of haggai in a time like this and as i explore it you will see why all right so i'm going to share share a short prayer and then we're going to get into uh, the book of haggai chapter 2 today yeah uh, heavenly father we thank you for this time and this beautiful church uh, and uh, just the faithfulness of the leaders to serve uh, in season and out of season uh, the families that came ar- alongside the leaders to build this church up and today even as we see the fruit of their labor we celebrate you we celebrate your faithfulness uh we thank you lord for this sunday morning that uh, we all can gather like this even on zoom amen so we are going to get into the book of haggai now the book of haggai is uh, actually really really interesting and uh, let's read some scripture portions of it yeah so this is haggai chapter 2 verses 1 to 9 is what we're going to focus on today on the 21st day of the 7th month the word of the lord came through the prophet haggai speak to zerubbabel son of shealtiel governor of judah to joshua the, the son of zodak the high priest and the remnant of the people ask them who of you is left who saw the saw this house in its former glory how does it look to you now does it not seem to you like nothing but now be strong zerubbabel declares the lord be strong joshua the zodak the high priest be strong all you people of the land declares the lord and work for i am with you declares the lord almighty this is what i have covenanted with you when you came out of egypt and my spirit remains among you do not fear amen says do not fear so this is uh, this this portion god is talking to the the people of israel and he's he's talking about courage so he he's talking about this idea that he's he's telling them do not fear people i am with you and he's bringing them courage so what's basically happened i'm just going to give you some context about this chapter so what's basically happened is that the israelites uh, were taken captive in in uh, babylon you know so they were taken by nebuchadnezzar from where they were uh, and they were taken into this place called babylon and they spent around 66 years uh, in captivity so they spent 66 years in a country that was not theirs uh you know and and the scholars say that around 586 bc roughly the, the jews were taken away from israelites 
and, and from Israel and they were taken into Babylon. Now, after 66 years, uh, there was this king called King uh, Artaxerxes. You know, he was favorable towards the Jews and he said, hey, we can begin the process of you going back to Israel. You know, we can begin the process uh, of you going back to your promised land. They changed uh, from the way they were living and they went into this captivity and slowly and steadily they began reintegrating back into what was normal for them. And in many ways, we are in a very similar situation. You know, we, we've had the unlocking of the, of, of our lockdown and slowly and steadily, we are sort of now reintegrating back into what society looks like. You know, we were also in lockdown. We were in captivity to some extent. And, and as the government's opening more and more, we are going back into captivity. But even as we do that, even as we get back to our new normal, we have a lot of things that we need to think about. There are a lot of fears that we may have, you know. We may worry, worry, hey, how are things going to look like? And just like the Israelites, as they, as they came back to Israel from Babylon, instead of building God's temple, which they were supposed to do, they began, uh, they began sort of building their own houses. And yes, they had legitimate, uh, they had legitimate concerns, you know, uh, will there be enough money? Will there be, uh, do, where will we get the material from? You know, Solomon's temple that was built was so grand. It was so massive. As we, as we go rebuild it again, we, will we ever go back to the same temple that it was? And it is in this time that God comes to them and he says, Hey, do not fear that I am with you. And God sort of tells them that, Hey, have courage. Even as you go back and rebuild your lives, even as we are rebuilding our lives now, right? Many of us probably have lost our jobs. Some of us have been through really hard times. I know we've heard that it's, many of us have, have been struggling even emotionally and physically because just being locked up in a house can be quite uh, physically challenging. I know my family having a two-year-old, it's been really hard for us to just be locked up in our houses and we've tried a, a few, few ways to manage. And even in our marriage, we've had to work on so many things uh, that we didn't have to work on uh, before the lockdown, right? Uh, and for all you single people, uh, it's uh, really important to find out uh, that God is with you as you choose your life partners, you know, because being stuck with someone has a whole new meaning in the lockdown. You know, it, it has a completely different way. So be careful about who you're going to manage because uh, the lockdown has really revealed the depths of our hearts. So even as we do that and we, uh, as we do that, what God was trying to teach the people of Israel is that the road towards reintegration is hard. You know, and it is full of challenges, but God actually gives us courage through his provision and presence to make it possible. And even as he, we do that, there are two things that God specifically wanted them to talk about is that there is a, there are reasons that it's hard to find courage. There are, and we're going to explore those reasons, but we're going to see that there is, it's possible to have courage because of what God has done for us. All right. So when we think of courage, you know, uh, we typically think of some bravado. We think of people with muscles or we think of uh, men or women doing great adventures, you know, uh, going into the ocean for a few months. And we, when we think of courage and bravery and, and facing our fears, we have this mental picture. All right. And 
the scripture, if you see the Hebrew word for courage in this in this text, where God is saying, do not fear, I'm with you, have courage. It, it talks about a, a journey, an inner resolve. It is not just an emotion, you know, because all those who've been courageous will tell you that it's not that they didn't have fear. All right. Everybody who has displayed courage will tell you that they actually had fear. They had anxieties, but there was this inner resolve to, to walk above their anxiety, to fight the fear. There was a force that was stronger than the fear and that helped them overcome their fear. What, what frightens you today? The Israelites were frightened. You know, they, they were constantly thinking about finances. They were constantly thinking about their own house. They were so worried about their own little kingdoms that they actually forgot God's kingdom and God's temple. So there are two hard postures that keep us from finding courage. Two specific hard postures, okay? And these are the two hard postures that we will have to fight through if we need to find courage and rebuild our lives, just like the book of Haggai talks about. Number one, one hard posture that keeps us from building our lives if, is that we are too focused on the past. See what God says in verse 3. Who of you is left who saw this house in its former glory? How does it look to you now? Does it not seem to you like nothing? No, I like when God sort of is a little, uh, he comes to you with questions. You know, he doesn't come to you with direction sometimes. He, he asks you a question to reveal what is in your heart. You know what, what's happening here? So 66 years, these people were in, in captivity in Babylon. And um, this is what the temple looked like before they went into captivity. Okay, The temple looked glorious. It looked beautiful. And King Nebuchadnezzar, when he came, he destroyed the temple. Okay, And he took these people. So a lot of those people who, who are now going back, they remembered the good old days. You know, they're thinking, oh man, that temple was so glorious. And as they are, as they are beginning to rebuild the temple, they are like, is it ever going to be as good as the good old days? Is it ever going to be as glorious as it was when we left? And there were some young people who came with them who did not know the temple, uh, you know, who did not see the glory. And they were probably excited about rebuilding. But these older folks probably started spreading some cynicism to these younger folks, you know, and started comparing the rebuilding process to the old process. They're like, man, we had so much wood. We had so much gold. They, some scholars say there were 3,000 tons of gold and 30,000 tons of silver and some special cedar wood was used. But as they began rebuilding the, this destroyed temple, it's the, it's the nostalgia of the good old days that actually kept them from rebuilding. So if you read Haggai 1, you will see that uh, God sends a message to Haggai 1 and they get really inspired. And a few weeks later, we see that they dwindle down in the excitement and God has to come again to them. It says, do not fear. You know, the, uh, the, the temple is going to be rebuilt because I am going to be with you. How many of us today think about our days before the lockdown? You know, think about our days and we feel, man, is it ever going to be as good as the good old days? Are we ever going to go back to the church? Is Masiya ever going to meet the way it used to meet? You know, and instead of thinking through what God is doing new in this season, you know, I know many of my friends have said, hey, I'm not going to come to church now because I'm going to wait for it to get back to how it used to be, you know. And if we are too focused on the past, we, we forget 
to move on with what God is doing in the future, in the in the present, right now. You know, God is doing something new. You know, He's connected us digitally, and He's moving the church in a new direction. But if we hold on to the things of the past in a negative way, now I'll talk to you about a positive way to hold on to the things in the past. But if you hold on to uh, the things of the past in a in a negative way, and the nostalgia of the good old days can truly keep us from rebuilding our lives. Now, you may say, Jimmy, doesn't it in scripture tells us to hold on to the things of the past in, in, the, in the context of remembering how God came for us. So whenever scripture tells us to remember the past, it tells us in the context of remembering God's goodness. You know, it tells us that, hey, do you remember when the odds were stacked up against you, when the things looked impossible, how I came through for you? Remember that because now when you're stuck and you're in a similar position, you'll remember what I did for you. All right. So whenever the, the scripture anchor tells us to remember the past and hold on to the past, it's not telling us to, to get stuck up in some kind of romantic nostalgia or it's not telling us to get stuck up with the pain of the past that, and the bitterness of the past that we hold on to. But it's telling us to remember the goodness of God in our past, the same goodness that came uh, through for us. You know, many of you have stories of how God came through for you miraculously, right? I know Rahul has shared so many stories in his own life where miracles have happened and God has just come through for you. And we are called to remember that, you know. So in a time like this, uh, you know, like uh, for, uh, for I've been part of the church ministry for, uh, especially church specifically since 2014. And I have seen months after months after months where we didn't have enough finances to pay the salaries. And the last week, uh, we would get enough to, to, to give everybody salaries. And I've seen it happen so often that when we entered into the lockdown, there was a little bit of faith. I mean, not too much faith because I was a little worried, I'll be honest. But there was a little bit of faith that told me, Chimet, God has come through for you again and again, month after month. Is he, is he not going to come through for you again? All right. So number one, it takes courage to move past the pain of the past, right? It takes courage to, to not hold on to the things of the past and be like, hey, I'm going to go back to normal once things get back to uh, how it was and not move on with the way God is leading us. Okay. But there's another, another tendency, you know, that keeps us from having courage, which is they were, they were, we could be too worried about the future. Okay. Step, uh, see what God says in verse, uh, verse 5. This is what I have covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt. Now, why does Haggai make a mention of Egypt and he compares them? You know, they are not in Egypt. They are not the same Israelites. But he compares them to Egypt because he's telling them, do you remember what that journey looked like? It was the scariest journey in one sense because as they walked, they didn't know where their foods are going to, food is going to come from. They didn't know uh, how the next obstacle that they're going to face is going to be, uh, you know, sorted out. And, and as the Israelites walked in the wilderness, it was so hard for them to trust God day by day and, and not worry about the future that some of them actually preferred slavery in Egypt as compared to the freedom and the miraculous ways in which God was leading them. And the truth is, it's hard to trust God and walk in the unknown. You know, we all like to control things. We all like, uh, we like to know everything beforehand. You know, we like to know all the details before us. 
only then we like to journey. Now there is some wisdom in that. There is some wisdom in planning. There is some wisdom in 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 sorting things out, especially for your family. There is some wisdom in saving. But truth be told, none of us can really plan for life. You know, life will keep throwing googlies and curveballs at us, no matter how well planned we are. You know, none of us saw this coming, right? None of us saw this googly uh, that was thrown at us in March. None of us thought that uh, you know we we will not be able to meet as a church. Uh, I mean, how many of you found that really, really difficult? And the truth is that as human beings, as fallen creatures, we really struggle to trust God and walk with Him in the unknown. We are very worried about the future. We always want clarity. And as God, and and the way God sometimes leads us is He takes us step by step. He gives us enough grace for one day sometimes, and then He says, "Don't worry about tomorrow. There is enough enough grace that you need to walk through today." And if we are too worried about the future, if there is so much anxiety about the future and, and things are not in our control, it can truly stop us from rebuilding our lives. And the people of Israelites were struggling. You know, God was giving them enough material to build that portion of the temple today, but they are like, "No, no, no. Where is the three thousand ton of silver going to come from? Where is the thirty thousand tons of uh, no, sorry, three thousand tons of gold and thirty thousand tons of silver? Where is that going to come from? Where is the wood going to come from? Is it ever going to be as good as the good?" as the good temple was and they began to uh, worry about all kinds of questions and here are some of the questions that we have today right all the worries about the future uh, where are the finances going to come from you know what if i have to change my job you know one of the challenges we've had is that a lot of jobs are no longer relevant like people have to like one of my friend um, is an actor and he's really struggled to to know that will he have to change his profession uh, how is how is talent uh, for the next one year how is he going to uh, earn money you know what are the things and places i was so used to visiting you know i i loved meeting my friends on a friday night and uh, having a meal with them in a restaurant i really miss that what about the people i'm missing so much there are so many of you who have not met your loved ones for a long time what about the medical infrastructure is it going to be able to hold on to the onslaught of a second wave all these are legitimate questions so don't get me wrong but if we get too caught up with these questions and we don't see the grace that god has given us to walk today those insecurities and those fears can cripple us i know they cripple me if i spend too much time about about thinking about the future i can get so burdened that i'm not able to love and serve the people that i'm called to serve in the moment you know and the truth is that we all want control rather than allowing god to reign in our hearts there's a sense that hey i want to know everything i want this sense of control and only then will i be able to trust and walk but deep in our hearts there are there are these idols that god wants to expose and the option to work the 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 promise is full of uncertainties but the holy hope is that god is with us in the uncertainties he holds our hands he promised the israelites what did he say he said the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night because he holds the whole world in his hands amen so just to sum up you know there are two things that uh, god is telling them about that you could be too focused on the past it'll never be good enough or you could be too worried about the future all right and god is saying that you need to have courage to overcome your preoccupation with the past and the anxiety of the future but here is the good news courage is possible yes courage is possible you will see what god says be strong all you people declares the lord for i am with you now does it sound familiar does this for i am with you 
for those of you who have read the, the scriptures even little well we remember that this was told to somebody else before for i am with you who was it told to before it was told to joshua as he was entering the promised land as he had to take the mantle on from moses uh god reminded joshua because joshua was filled with fears you know people listen to moses will they listen to me you know and all these wars that we had to fight what's going to happen in the future god and god says joshua fear not for i am with you and it's interesting that there is another joshua that's being addressed today speak to zerubbabel the son of shealtiel the governor of judah to joshua the son of zodak the greek word for that is used here the hebrew word sorry for courage is is the word kazak it means that uh, you have to grow and become strengthened it's a it's a present continuous it doesn't mean that you have courage khatam abhi you have it it doesn't mean that it means that you grow into developing courage it's it's an ongoing journey it's not just something that you have or you don't have it's something that you have to work towards you know if we have to get back to normal whatever that looks like we will need courage to face our fears courage to walk with god in the unknown and i'll be the first one to tell you that it's hard for me to hold god's hand and allow him to lead me sometimes because it's not easy you know the road ahead is fraught with real real challenges and if you read if you if you if you really want to get more detail into this you, you can read ezra and nehemiah where you will read that these people actually had real challenges huh they they were not just making up stuff they had real administrative they had spiritual challenges and they were met with a lot of opposition from people people were telling them hey you cannot build this you cannot build this wall you cannot build this temple we're going to fight against you and they had to really fight these battles and in all of this god says be strong be courageous for i am with you the silver is mine the gold is mine and then he says something crazy okay this is what god says something absolutely crazy the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house that is absolutely insane for god to say in this moment he's saying that whatever you've seen in the past this temple is going to be greater than that temple now i want to tell you the bad news first okay the bad news is that this temple never returned back to his former glory never they tried they tried to rebuild it they and it got destroyed again and again so that and i know god doesn't lie okay i know that for sure so what was god telling them about because if god is saying the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house and the temple actually didn't get rebuilt the same way it was it never reached its former glory what is god actually telling them about for that i turn to the new testament there was somebody greater than the temple that god was referring to you see when the temple was in in the in the country of israel the temple gave them strength you know the temple represented god's presence the temple said that hey if the temple is with us nobody can come against us the temple was the source of their blessing the source of their peace it represented the power of god it 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 helped them know that if god is with us if the temple is with us no enemy can come against us but the truth is that someone greater than the temple came someone who who said that destroy this temple and i will raise it again in 3 days and people said hey it took so many years to rebuild this temple how are we going to raise it up in 3 days but they didn't know that he was talking about his body body 
you know jesus the the true and the ultimate temple is the source of our courage you see the israelites found courage because the temple was with them today we can find so much more courage because the real temple is our bodies today god lives in us this prophecy got ultimately fulfilled in the life death and resurrection of jesus because he is the true temple his presence in us is the source of our courage his presence in us helps us fight our fears his presence in us helps us deal with the nostalgia of the past it helps us deal with the anxiety of the future for the ways in which we get caught up in the past uh, for the ways in which we hold on to bitterness for the ways in which we 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 get anxious about the future and we don't trust god jesus died on the cross for us he his body was broken his 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 uh, blood was shed on the cross so that you and i can be forgiven of our preoccupation with the past and our anxiety of the future but not only that jesus now empowers us with his holy spirit his holy spirit that lives inside of us the personal presence of god that we carry in any place that we go to it is god's presence in the temple that was the source of their courage the good news is that god is now not just with us he is in us god is now able to make us his dwelling place because of jesus the personal presence of the lord gives us courage determination and the conviction that everything is going to be all right because god is with us he's not going to fail if he's rebuilding our lives our lives are going to be rebuilt amen today you and i can dream about a future today you and i can dream about uh, what god is going to do because we know that his promises uh, are fulfilled in us we don't have to live like hey we have to survive man we just have to make it through uh, this 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 the city is a mess and everybody is in fear and everybody is paranoid about everything and we are just worried we just have to survive we just have to make it make it through life we don't have to live like that we don't have to live like that we we know that yes uh, we going to have fears every day we going to fight that and god is with us and he's he's renewing us on a daily basis so we are fighting that but we also look forward to the future knowing that god is making all things new and with that promise we don't have to live in paranoia yes we have to be wise yes we have to obey the government authorities yes we have to build each other up and be there for each other but we do that with hope not with hopelessness in our hearts amen so if you are here today and if you have um, i'm going to pray for us and if you are getting caught up in any of these mindsets i want to pray for us that god will breathe courage in your life amen all right so let me pray for us heavenly father we thank you for this portion of scripture that reminds us that god you are interested in rebuilding our lives even as the israelites went back to reintegration back into the new normal for them we know that you are with us in our reintegration back and today even if, as we have fears or we have anxieties we have worries which are legitimate based on legitimate concerns you remind us today god that you are with us fear not messiah church for god is with you and he is rebuilding your lives he's rebuilding your hearts and he will fulfill the promises that he's spoken over you amen amen